it's like our praise is like a drill uh-huh. that drills up through that second heaven mm-hmm. up to our Father and gives him glory. It makes a place for his glory to come down. Yes, amen. We oh, engage man. with him, and it goes it goes up and down. Our praise goes up, his glory comes down. Our praise goes up, mm-hmm. his glory comes down. Circular. It's circular. Yeah. So, so lifting ha- our holy hands to him is bringing a greater glory to surround us. God promises in Joel 2.28 to pour out his spirit on all humanity. Welcome to Global Outpouring, where we contend for that promised outpouring and we equip for that outpouring so that we may engage in that very outpouring. I'm Philip Buss. And I'm Sharon Buss. Welcome to the podcast today. We are so excited about sharing the thing that the Lord has put upon our heart today about the amazing things that we see in the Word of God about how our God takes care of us, how He surrounds us, and how we just need to put our hands up because we're surrounded. Thanks so much for joining us today on this podcast. Before we get started, we want to invite you to go to our website and be sure to subscribe to our prayer letter and our general interest list so that you can be notified when we're doing another podcast or one of the events that we have coming up. And you can see the events that are coming up and register for them and go to our bookstore and donate and all the many things that you can do on on our website. We're just inviting you to go there. But we especially want to to hear back from you. There's a place there on our webpage, uh, globaloutpouring.net, where you can give us feedback or you can send an email to feedback at globaloutpouring.org. And we'd love to hear from you. And we'd love to hear from you if there's something specific that you would like us to cover and and share on this podcast. We would be happy to consider that. Uh, I think it would be a, a great thing for you to let us know what's on your heart and how we can help you. So today, we're going to circle back to a message that I preached at our convention last year. Uh, it was convention 2022. and Yeah, and while we're talking about convention, we want to put uh, mention that we have our, our convention coming up in July, uh, July 4th through the 7th. So you can get on our website and see all the information there. Yes, and please come here if you can. And if you can't, um, you can always watch us on YouTube or Facebook on our Global Outpouring channel and Facebook page. But last year, and, and this is all on YouTube and, and Facebook in, in our archives, the Lord gave me a message last year called Come Back to Zero. And I, I was just quickened this morning as, as I was praying and asking the Lord, what do you want us to bring for this podcast? And I went back and I listened to the whole message. And I'm not going to try and re-preach that message here on this because <laughs> the message was good. I, I couldn't remember exactly because I, I know I was conflicted inside. I remember feeling that conflict about, do I share this? Do I share that? Uh, I had 14 pages of notes <laughs> and I hardly touched them. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm not trying to go back to the 14 pages either. I tried to print that out this morning and it, it wouldn't, wouldn't print. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't connect to one printer. The other printer went, Bleh. it didn't work at all. And I had finally finally had to reset it, but didn't have time then to, to print. So it's <laughs> obvious my lightning fast mind gathered that this was not what the Lord had in mind. <laughs> so as we were getting ready to go out the door, 
to come to our podcast studio, I heard in my spirit, hands up, you're surrounded. And so that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to kind of spin off, and this is an, another pun, once you go and, and listen to that, that uh, message, uh, a spinoff of that message. And it starts with the idea of coming back to zero. And of course, zero is the place of humility. Mm. It's the place where, you know, James 4 talks about um, humble yourself in the sight of the Lord and he will lift you up. In due time. In due time, yes, mm -hmm. that is true. Have you got that in the Passion? I do. I did. Where did it go? I found a, <laughs> I had a marker in it. I'll, I'll just give it to you from the uh, from the, the King James sort of modified. I'll modify it a little bit. It says, "God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble." And it says, "Submit yourself, therefore, submit yourselves, plural, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you." Uh, draw nigh to God and he will draw nigh to you. Um, the idea is that you can resist the devil all day long, but if you don't submit to God, mm -hmm. he, the devil will never flee. Yeah, so here it is in the Passion. Good. But he continues to pour out more and more grace upon us, for it says God resists you when you are proud, Yep. but continually pours out grace when you are humble. So then surrender to God, stand up to the devil and resist him, and he will turn and run away from you. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Move your heart closer and closer to God, and he will come even closer to you. And then in verse 10, be willing to be made low before the Lord, and mm -hmm. he will exalt you. Yep. Be willing to be made low. Yeah. Humble yourself. Humble yourself. Yeah. Uh -huh. Come down. Come back to zero. Come back to the place where you realize, uh, like Jesus said, without me, you can do nothing. Mm-hmm. We are created with wonderful creative abilities, but we're created to use those creative abilities in concert with our Father. Yes. Uh -huh. We're created to work with Him. And the, the beautiful picture that the Lord gave me in that message that I preached a year ago, nearly a year ago, was that when we come to zero, remember Jesus said, I and the Father are one. One. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, what do we? Where do we see ones and zeros? Computer code. Computer. Yeah, I was. I was thinking that, but thought, no, that wouldn't relate to what we're doing. <laughs> That's exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> computer code. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. So computer code is all ones and zeros. We think we are thinking all kinds of things up by ourselves, <laughs> but there's nothing new under the sun. Uh, our Father already created all the stuff there is, and we just keep discovering it and thinking, mm -hmm. thinking that we did it, but. You know, the, the bottom line is that Jesus and the Father are one. Mm -hmm. And if we'll stay on zero, you'll see that, that Jesus laid aside all of the glory that he had as being one with the Father. Mm -hmm. And he came into humanity making himself zero. He humbled himself to become like us, yeah. mm -hmm. to become flesh. And... What I saw was this, um, and I, I clearly state that I'm a math dropout. <laughs> I won't go into the details, but I, I didn't like math all through school and wouldn't go there to do math more than I absolutely had to. <laughs> and so what I'm, what I'm about to bring is kind of like a, a mathematical thing, uh, like a geometry 
I liked geometry because it was, it was pictures. <laughs> <laughs> but when you have a circle, let's imagine the circle is sitting on zero. Jesus came to be like us. So he came as a zero. Mm-hmm. It's interesting to me that a zero is a circle. Yeah. I, I think that was ordained by God. The circle and the zero, there's so much in the circle that, you, that you'll see in Scripture. We won't have time to go into all of it, but, but this, is, this is something for you to study as homework, <laughs> to, <laughs> to find all the circular motion that's in the Scriptures. Wow. Uh-huh. We'll, we'll, we'll go on maybe some of those bunny trails, but maybe we won't. Anyway, um, what, imagine, a t- uh, imagine a number line, and you've got a circle sitting on zero. And another circle, the same size, which, which would be Jesus. We humble ourselves. We come to zero. Jesus comes in flesh like us. Mm-hmm. And he comes to kiss us. Mm-hmm. You know, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He loves us. He loves the world. He loves us individually. He loves you, listener. Imagine that Jesus came to be just like you and came and kissed you. So you see these two, two circles side by side, sort of like a figure eight now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So imagine putting a pencil on that place where the two come together. And then imagine that that pencil point as the, the outer circle, the Jesus circle, begins to roll around the circle that's you sitting in the the very middle. Mm -hmm. And it rolls around, and that pencil point is making a circle around in the shape of the circle that it is, okay? And it comes back to the same point, and it makes a shape. Mm -hmm. And in geometry, you would call that shape a cardioid. Cardioid, Uh uh-huh. What do you know about cardioid? Well, it's like a... Type of mic microphones, you know, many of our cardioid. You speak to the front of the mic, and it picks it up in the front and on the sides, but it doesn't uh, pick it up in the back. It'd be very faint. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's a cardioid microphone. And uh-huh. when you look at a cardioid microphone, you see that little picture uh-huh. of what I'm talking about. Yeah, it's like heart shaped. Uh-huh. That's the word, cardio. Because your heart. Uh, your cardio, Cardio's like your, if, if your cardiac arrest, cardiac is, arrest, it's <laughs> dealing with the heart. Exactly, a cardio is a heart. Mm-hmm. A cardioid is is a heart shape that's made by this geometric circle around a circle. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't know if that was too complicated to follow, but <laughs> if you if you want to Google cardioid, you can find That'd little little pictures to, on YouTube. Yeah, maybe I can maybe I can even put a uh, a link a link in the show notes to uh, how to draw a cardioid. Anyway, um, this idea of, of Jesus coming and surrounding us with his love. Mm-hmm. It starts with a kiss, and then he comes all the way around us, and he makes that heart shape, and he, make, he, he makes himself one with us as we humble ourselves mm-hmm. in his sight. Yeah, it's, It says that, that God draws near to the humble. Mm-hmm. And we have this, this beautiful picture of we are surrounded by the love of God. Uh, what's another place where you think about something that's, that's godly that surrounds us? If you would read Psalm 34 uh, from the Passion Translation, verses 
think it's one through eight. Lord, I'm bursting with joy over what you've done for me. My lips are full of perpetual praise. I'm boasting of you and all your works, so let all who are discouraged take heart. Join me, everyone. Let's praise the Lord together. Let's make him famous. Let's make his name glorious to all. Listen to my testimony. I cried to God in my distress, and he answered me. He freed me from all my fears. Gaze upon him. Join your life with his, and joy will come. Your faces will glisten with glory. You'll never wear that shame face again. I love that. Yeah. When I had nothing, desperate and defeated, I cried out to the Lord, and he heard me. Mm. Bringing his miracle deliverance when I needed it most. The angel of the Lord stooped down to listen as I prayed, encircling me, empowering me, and showing me how to escape. He will do this for everyone who fears God. Drink deeply of the pleasures of this God. Experience for yourself the joyous mercies he gives to all who turn to hide themselves in him. Isn't that beautiful? It's beautiful, yeah. So, you know, you might be more familiar with the angel of the Lord encamps around about, about them that mm-hmm. fear him. It's a King James. That, uh-huh. Yeah, or, or King James or New King James. The idea of the angel of the Lord camps, this word camp means to pitch a tent mm, mm-hmm. or to incline. And, and that's why it was translated there, uh, the angel of the Lord bends down to listen. Is that how it said it? Yeah, the angel of the Lord stooped down to listen. Stooped down to listen. So uh-huh. so it's the idea of, of inclining, like mm-hmm. bending over, like leaning down, like a lean-to of your tent. Mm-hmm. Your tent is a lean-to. Um, at least some tents are that way. Uh-huh. Yeah. And and so you have this idea of camping or abiding. The the very first place where you see this word mm-hmm. in the Hebrew is where it says that, that Isaac pitched his tent. Yeah. The next time you see it is where Jacob pitched his tent. And the mm-hmm. next time you see it is where Israel has escaped out of Egypt and they've, they're pitching their tents. Yeah. So it's about encamping. It's about living. It's about mm-hmm. dwelling. It's about abiding. Okay, the angel of the Lord is abiding round about you. And that idea round about, that word round about, in, indicates like it can, it can talk about your neighbors. It can be about places that are round about you. And it can, it can also mean like in a circuit. Like Psalm 19.6 talks about the sun going forth out, out of its heaven and, and his circuit um, going going around the world, it's about mm-hmm. the it's about the circuit of of uh, you know actually it's the Earth going around the Sun, but it appears that it's the Sun going around the Earth, and that's okay. Um, it's not really a contradiction, the way that Hebrew works. It's not a contradiction. So it appears that the Sun is going around the Earth, even though the Earth is going around the Sun. Whatever, <laughs> it doesn't doesn't matter. The point is, it's it's circular motion, and the idea of Rejoicing, there's a word, I think it's ghoul in Hebrew, that is talking about how the earth rejoices. Mm -hmm. Let the earth rejoice. And so I think that when God spoke to the earth and said, let the earth rejoice, that's when it began to spin. Okay, yeah. (laughs) Spin. Set it in motion. Let it spin. And and that's why we also have all of these circle dances. You know, the the, uh, Jewish people will will do dances in circles. Mm-hmm. And that's part of rejoicing. Yeah. It's it's a picture of the circle. 
Mm-hmm. The circle goes around, it goes around, it goes around. And when you talk about the greatness of our father, he who was and who is and who is to come. Yeah. He's, he, Jesus says, I'm the alpha and the omega. Mm-hmm. So you, you have a starting point and it comes around to the back to the starting point to be omega. It's not on a line. Greek yeah. thinking is linear, but Hebrew thinking is circular or really spherical. So you've got this picture of the surrounding of mm-hmm. God. It's like when he made the earth, he made an atmosphere to surround the earth. Mm-hmm. And I think it was just a few podcasts ago, the, the one that we had with Dean Braxton not so very long ago, where he talked about, oh, maybe we didn't. <laughs> I think that was in a special time afterwards. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. I think I can tell it. Because I asked, I asked Ivan Tuttle about this, about, about the, the idea of the presence of God being like oxygen. Mm-hmm. And Ivan said, it, it is the oxygen. Wow. The presence of God is the oxygen. And I asked, I asked Dean about it, and he said, well, I wouldn't say it's exactly that. It's more like it's his love. His love is oxygen. Oxygen is his love. Mm-hmm. We can't live without it. Yeah, We can't live without his presence. But he is love, so his presence is love, but we're surrounded by it. Do you mm-hmm. see that? Yeah, We uh-huh. are surrounded by the love of God, and yeah. we're surrounded by him, his shield. He is our shield and buckler. Mm-hmm. We're surrounded by him. When we put on Christ, we're putting on the, the whole armor. All of the pieces of the, of the armor are Jesus. You, you study that for yourself. Look yeah. at every piece. You know, in the Old Testament, the time of Moses, when, they, when the Lord gave him the pattern for the, for the ark and for mm-hmm. everything there, and so they built the... Um, Built the ark, and it's overlaid with pure gold. Mm-hmm. Which is really a box, a golden box inside of a wooden box, with inside of another golden, golden box. Golden box on top. And it has like a crown on the top, mm-hmm. and it's all surrounded, and it talks about, you know, it's surrounded with gold all round about it. Yeah, it's, it's the same word home. in Hebrew, that roundabout. And even the priest, when the, the Lord was given the, God was giving the direction of the office of the priest, yeah. uh, they would sprinkle the blood round about the altar. It's like a total surrounding, mm, like encapsulated. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's kind of like, like in a stage, you know, the, the somebody comes out and you have the spotlight on them, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just like all around them. You know, if the spotlight yes. is above them, you know, it's just like they're walking in a circle, a circle of light. Beautiful. And I remember um, seeing a picture it was Bob Jones was, oh, yeah. was speaking. He was, I think he was, no, he was standing or sitting. I don't remember but round about him was a shaft of light from yeah. heaven all the way down, this white shaft of light. The camera caught it. Mm-hmm. Nobody else saw it, but the, the camera captured it and it had like little rings, like rungs in it all the mm-hmm. way around in you know, like a ladder. And then it made me understand in when it talks about Jacob's ladder. Right. He had the dream of the angels coming up and down. And when you look at a picture in your Bible, <laughs> you know, back our Bibles, you know, back then had pic- pictures, different uh, biblical scenes. And, right. and I remember the one for Jacob's ladder, you know, he's there and, and here's this ladder down there, you know, and yeah. angels are coming up and down the ladder. But actually, they're, they were coming up and down this portal. Mm-hmm. It was a heavenly portal opened up. 
And the steps are, are like rings rather some, than... Yeah. So and it's, it's not, not can, like a flat rung. Yeah, it wasn't it's flat, flat, straight it was, rung. Yeah, it was round all round about it. It was yeah. like a circle. Yeah. So you never know when you might be in a shaft of light like mm -hmm. that. And, and I wonder if it's kind of like a spiral even. I don't know. I haven't seen it myself. <laughs> but but, but it goes around you. That's the point. It goes around. And, yeah. Round about you. Uh-huh. It's like a shield. Yeah. And I, I remember the it was in Zimbabwe. It was uh, Reese Howell's Bible School mm -hmm. that was there, and the influenza was was around, you know, going mm -hmm. around. And so, round about the whole camp, he drew a line all the way around the camp, and he spoke and said that disease will not cross, you will not take anybody's life. Yes. And even the witch doctors that were dying crawled crawled across the line. Yes. You know, it's kind of like you know when you were. Kid, you place. I dare you to cross this line. You know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, and then you hope they wouldn't cross the line. You know, <laughs> so when you have this line, but this is a heavenly protection round about you. Mm -hmm. You know, how many people? People you heard sometimes they got bullets shot at them, and the bullet just bounced off. Right. They had that protection round about them. Yes. So they didn't see it. Yeah. And maybe they didn't feel it, but it mm -hmm. was there. Right. Right. Yeah. You know, so thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Sometimes it actually pierces the clothes, but doesn't even doesn't, yeah, doesn't even or, graze the skin. I've heard of one person that had a Bible, New Testament yes. in their pocket, and the bullet stopped in the New Testament. Yeah. You know, yeah. That's that's a good Bible to preach out of. Hallelujah. <laughs> yeah. I wonder what the scripture was where it stopped. So even when you don't <laughs> see it, He's working. Exactly. You know? And and because He's surrounding us, we can lift our hands. Yeah. We, the humility part is lifting your hands in surrender. Yeah. Uh -huh. But then you also have lifting your hands to give praise mm -hmm. and to give worship. I had Psalm 63, verse 4. Daily I will worship you passionately and with all my heart. My arms will wave to you like banners of praise. Yeah, isn't that beautiful? That's a beautiful scripture. I thought that's a good place for, for that one. You know, we're lifting yeah. our hands in praise. Yeah. Yeah, and Psalm 134, 2 says, lift up your hands in the sanctuary. Psalm 41, 2 says, the lifting up of my hands as the evening sacrifice. You know, this is something when there's no temple. Mm -hmm. It's like the evening sacrifice when you lift your hands. Yeah. It is that holy to God. It's it's an act of worship yeah. when you lift your hands to him. Yeah, so, in, in uh, Psalm 134, I'll just read that real quick in the Passion. All his loving priests who serve and sing Come and sing your song of blessing to God. Come and stand before him in the house of God throughout the night watch. Lifting up your hands in holy worship, come and bless the Lord. May the Lord whom you worship, the mighty maker of heaven and earth, bless you from Zion's glory. Beautiful. Isn't that beautiful? And if we're made kings and priests. Yes. You know, so we have this privilege and this honor because we're grafted in. Amen. Because of Jesus paying the price on the cross. Amen. This is for us. Absolutely. Amen. So Hallelujah. because we're surrounded by him, because we're surrounded by his love, we can lift up holy hands. Mm -hmm. And it's not like you're surrounded by an enemy, so you put up your hands and surrender. You're surrounded by God. Yeah. And you surrender to him and, and give him glory and honor. I like to think of it, it's like your hands are, you know, like a, like a light bulb, you know, you have the two, you look through a see-through light bulb, you have the two <laughs> Back strands. Back in the days of in, incandescent bulbs. <laughs> yeah, and even in the, the ones, you can buy them today, the fancy ones, you know. Yeah, yeah. 
except some of them have more than two little things that go up. <laughs> but it's just like the original ones had little things going up and a little thread of steel that went in between it. And that's what would light up. Mm-hmm. You know, it would just, uh, it would light up. So, and so, you, and you can think of your hands as lightning rods. Yes. You know, that's what I do sometimes when I'm praising. Thank you, Lord. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'm extending them to the sky. Yes. <laughs> you know, and wow, and when people get touched by God in worship, you know, and they yeah. raise in their hands and, and maybe they, maybe it's not because they're like lightning rods, but maybe it is. Yeah. If someone has a, a picture of someone holding their hands up with light coming down from heaven, lighting them up, send it to us. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. So here's here's another cir- circuit, okay? Uh-huh. When, when we praise, when we worship, our praise and worship goes up and his glory comes down. Yeah. We open up a portal by, if you want to use the word portal. Um, it's not a it, new age word, no. No. The, it's not. They, it, they, they took... They stole that. That is not a new age word. Yeah, they just, it, they've just taken it and perverted it. It doesn't belong it. Uh-huh. to them. That's right. So the portal or the door or the the tunnel, shall we say? Yeah. Okay. That that is formed as it's like it's like our praise is like a drill uh-huh. that drills up through that second heaven mm-hmm. up to our Father and gives Him glory. It makes a place for His glory to come down. Yes. Amen. We oh, engage man. with him and it goes it goes up and down. Our praise goes up, his glory comes down. Our praise goes up, mm-hmm. his glory comes down. Circular. It's circular. Yeah. So so lifting ha- our holy hands to him is bringing a greater glory to surround us. Mhm. So there's there's something to be said for changing the atmosphere by our praise and by our yeah. worship and by our surrender. See, it's got to be from a place of zero. Because yeah. if you're if you're out there where I'm number 1, <laughs> and and pride takes over. You're then you're one, and you're not zero, oh, and wow. you're trying to take the place of God. Yeah, and even when you worship, it's just like you know. This is something that that worship leaders have to deal with a lot too. You know, they're up there leading worship, but you're looking at music, you're looking at chords. Oh, there's a repeat coming up. You know, <laughs> and you have stuff that goes through your mind, and and you know, I run sound too, and then all of a sudden, you know, you have things going on and the monitors are off there mm-hmm. that are distracting you because that isn't the way you want it to be. Mm-hmm. And so, and you fight these things off to press yourself getting into worship. Yes. A confession of a worship leader. <laughs> but if you're just, if you're out there just worshiping, it's just like, you know, just get lost and concentrating on standing before the throne of God and, and just giving him all the glory and, and get rid of all the other stuff around you. Amen. And you will have breakthrough. Amen. That's for sure. That's no, that, for sure. That tip won't cost you anything. <laughs> <laughs> that was worth a lot, honey. <laughs> so Freebie. <laughs> so the idea of put your hands up, you're surrounded. You are surrounded by the love of God. You're surrounded by the glory of God. And I want to share with you, just to close, I want to share with you a prophecy that was given through Kenneth Hagen, Kenneth E. Hagen, in 1980. It's called Flowing in the Supernatural, and it's on Billy Brim's website, and well, we'll put a link to it in the show notes. Yeah, but it's for now. It is for now. It was given in 1980, but it really fits for now, and it, it fit in that day in a measure, mm-hmm. but God is about to pour out his, his, in the process of pouring out his spirit in greater measure, just you know, like, like the difference between pouring out of a cup and pouring out of Niagara Falls. Yeah. Okay. So, so we're, we're in the days of the coming of greater and greater and greater and greater and greater outpouring. 
So I want to, to read this to you and, and be encouraged because this is where we are in this outpouring. And the Lord said through Kenneth E. Hagan, you are right on the verge, right on the verge of the greatest move and manifestation of the Spirit of God that this world has ever seen. Uh, let me just add this. A prophecy is given in the moment that's now. Okay, mm-hmm. zero is the now moment. Now is when you touch eternity. You don't touch eternity in the past. You don't touch eternity in thinking about the future. You, t- you touch God now, because he's the I am, and, and he always That's will good. be what he is, and he always will be what he is, but it's about, it's about being. So when, when a word of God is given in the now, it is still for now, even though it was given in 1980. Yeah. So let me, let me start again. You are right on the verge, right on the verge of the greatest move and manifestation of the Spirit of God that this world has ever seen. You're right on the edge of it. And like standing on the creek bank about to jump in. And if you'll give the more earnest heed unto the things which you have heard, not only those things that you've heard about faith and those things that you've heard about healing, but also those things which you have heard about the Holy Spirit and the things that you've heard about angels and the things that you've heard about divine visitation. For remember, that it was prophesied of Joel of old that in the last days, saith the Lord, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh and your young men shall see visions and your old men shall dream dreams and upon my handmaidens will I pour out my spirit and they will prophesy. So not only will it be that the young men will prophesy, but the young women will prophesy and the anointing and the outflow of the spirit of God shall be great and amazing in those days for there shall be a visitation of angels. Be not afraid, but yet take heed even in these areas, for Satan himself has at times come as an angel of light. But examine these things in the light of the scriptures and walk in the light of the word of God. And sometimes the angel will give you direction and even in your finances and the direction that would save your life as in the case of the shipwreck of Paul and direction concerning ministry as the salvation of Cornelius and his household. And Philip, as the angel spoke to him to go down to Gaza, and the Ethiopian was converted. And so, in these days, there shall come a mighty manifestation of the Spirit, and the work that God intended should be done in these last days shall be accomplished, for the time is short, and things must be speeded up. And you'll learn much faster spiritual things than those of yesteryear. And you'll develop much faster, and it'll be said of some they just virtually matured overnight. And they shall go forth to speak in the name of the Lord, because they understood the principle of faith. They'll understand the principles of the kingdom, and they'll understand the laws of God, and they'll operate and minister in that area, and nothing will be hid from them. And though there are some who stand here now, and have operated in a measure in those areas in times past, and because they've let those things slip, they themselves in ministry and life have slipped, and they shall be restored. Yea, they shall even be restored this night, and the manifestation shall come, and the glory of the Lord shall rest upon it and rest upon thee, and his glory shall be seen round about. Round about. Round about. Did you hear that? Round mm-hmm. about. And his glory shall be seen round about, and the cloud of God will come and fill the house. 
And yea, it will seem as though the whole building is filled with smoke, because you see the glory of God shall be in manifestation, and great, great shall be the noise thereof, and praise and adoration that shall go up from his people. And it shall be noised abroad, and men from afar shall hear it, and men from afar shall hear of it, and men from afar shall come to behold it. For the Lord shall be in manifestation in those days, in all ways that he ever manifested himself, both in the old covenant and in the new, plus the multiplying of the Spirit in the power of God of these days. As men grow more wicked and more wicked, and Satan, because he knows his time is short, and all of his cohorts and evil spirits go about as never before to devour, so the power of God, the glory of God, shall be increased and mm. shall be multiplied. And it will flow like a mighty river. Flow like a mighty river. Yea, the Spirit of God will flow like a mighty river. And many, not only hundreds, not only thousands, but millions will be swept into the flow of that river and shall flow forth in praise and glory. For the glory... For the glory of the Lord is in manifestation. The glory of the Lord will be seen on the face of the saints. The glory of God shall shine forth until men will walk in a place of business and people will fall on their knees and cry out to God, though he said nothing. And women will walk into a place of business and people will fall on their knees and cry out to God, though she opened not her mouth. For the glory of God will shine through. Yea, the glory of God will shine through. Yea, the glory of God will shine through. For the manifestation of his power and the manifestation of his glory is reserved until this hour. And if it could be told, if it could be told in a way that you could see it, even with the eyes of your spirit, if it could be displayed at this moment before you in a tangible form that you could see with your physical eye, it would be very difficult for you to believe that which shall shortly come to pass. It would be very difficult for you to accept it. But as you walk with the Lord, as you prepare your heart, as you feed upon his word, as you listen to what the Spirit of God says, your heart shall be prepared and your mind will be changed until you will flow in the supernatural as naturally as a bird flies through the air. And you'll flow in the supernatural as naturally as a fish will swim in the water. And you'll flow in the supernatural as naturally as you breathe the very air. You'll not be conscious of your faith. You'll not be conscious of what's going on around you. But rather, you'll be conscious of the flow of the Spirit of God. And he will manifest himself, and he will accomplish that which he desires. For you see, these are the last days, and this is the end time. And what is done must be done quickly, and it will be done. And the hearts of many will be caused to rejoice. So rejoice, rejoice, be glad and praise the Lord and prepare your hearts and let him prepare you for that which he has prepared for you. So walk in it. You shall walk in it and you shall run and you shall fly, literally, spiritually speaking, and you shall enjoy the fullness of that which is provided for you. 
Glory to God. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Isn't that That's powerful? That's a tremendous word. What a powerful That's word. for today. So rejoice. Rejoicing, remember, rejoicing is it's circular. Spin, circular. That's uh-huh. spinning. It, you can, it can be spinning or it can be like a circle dance with yeah. multiple mm-hmm. people. Uh, when I do a happy dance, I dance in a circle. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I know the, the vision, Terry, wait for it. Exactly. Because yeah, many times you get a prophetic word and it doesn't mean it's going to happen next week. Uh-huh. You know, with a prophetic word that you had when you were going to replace our founder, it took 35 years yeah. for that. Uh, of course, you know, we don't know how many years we have left. But uh, if something doesn't happen, just press in. I mean, I, I you know, we have had countless pro- prophecies of, mm-hmm. you know, it's coming. You know, this is going to happen. That's going to happen. Right. For years. Mm-hmm. But now is the season that we're coming into. Yes. Because this is the, the harvest. This is what we're all waiting for. Yes. You know, it's like God's big uh, calendar and his big, you know, how we put stuff on coming events on a calendar. Yeah, and yeah. You can imagine every single person on this earth, they're coming events for the years to come mm-hmm. on a big calendar. What's mm-hmm. going to happen when mm-hmm. with this person, That how he orchestrates yeah. everything without, isn't God good to orchestrate that? So when you think of the immenseness it would take to orchestrate something that happened three or four years later, you were given a prophetic word over mm-hmm. because of circumstances, maybe a job change or this person, you marry this person or you got a new friend. And yeah. and it's just... Uh, all the details come all together. All the details make sense. Mm-hmm. It all works together for good. All even even for... The, the stuff that, that happens that seems to be awful. Yeah. All of those things come together. together for good. They work together for good. They work together to produce perseverance and patience and all those good things. For those that are called according to his purpose. Exactly. So you have to keep making the Lord's purpose your purpose. So put your hands up (laughs) because you're surrounded. Yes. You know, we are surrounded. And and it may seem like we're surrounded by the enemy at times. Mm-hmm. But as we lift our hands and surrender to our God, we're yes. not surrendering to the enemy. Hallelujah. That's right. We're surrendering to him and his love surrounds us and his protection surrounds us. His glory surrounds us. And it's going to change the atmosphere as he pours out his spirit. Amen. We, we don't have a white flag surrender. We have a red flag of the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. Beautiful. Amen. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Your review helps the podcasting platform suggest this podcast to other listeners who are also looking for a great move of the Holy Spirit. Check out our website at globaloutpouring.org to find out more information, read our blogs, connect with us, and donate. You can also browse our web store for life-changing anointed books. Until next time, this is Sharon Buss. And I'm Philip Buss. God bless you with his overwhelming, loving presence.